Welcome to the Oklahoma Living and Real Estate Show. Your source for awesome things to do and see in the great state of Oklahoma, along with helpful real estate news, tips, and information. Now, let's join our host, Realtor with EXP Realty and wannabe cowboy, Tim Dumas. Hello and welcome to the show. I am Tim Dumas. I am a realtor with the EXP Realty here in the Oklahoma City area. On today's show, my special guests are Dean and Carly Riddell. They are loan officers and they are going to share information about this new ruling that affects the mortgages, which started on May 1st. At the end of the show, I'm also going to share some interesting things that you might enjoy doing this weekend. But before we get to all that, I do want to give you a little bit of the real estate news. The Oklahoma City Council voted not to approve an application by Ideal Homes to build 655 homes on a 200-acre plot at the corner of Britton and Sarah Road, which is in northeastern Oklahoma City. The reason it got voted down was because of concerns of how that new addition would affect the Garber-Wellington Aquifer. Now, if you want to read more about that, I do have a link in the show notes. Now, I want to go ahead and get right to the interview I had with Dean and Carly Rydell. So let's go to that interview right now. Okay, joining me on the show today are my guests, Dean Rydell and Carly Rydell. Carly is Dean's uh, daughter-in-law, and they're some of the best people locally that I'm aware of that you can go and get a mortgage from and get your questions answered. Uh, before I actually have them on, uh, let them start talking. I'm, I just, I want to say that I've, they have a five-star rating on Google. They have a five-star rating on Facebook and they have a five-star rating on Zillow. And that's not one or two ratings. I mean, that's a bunch of ratings that all of them are five stars. So anybody can go in there with one or two ratings and get a five-star, but they got a ton of ratings and they're all five stars. So Dean, Carly, both of you, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Okay, and uh, I'm going to need both of you to, to speak louder because I think I'm louder than you. But uh, so, Dean, there's a, and Carly, there's a new ruling coming out that's affecting mortgages, and there's a lot of misconceptions. There's a, longer, a lot of wrong information out there. So I wanted you guys to come on and talk about this ruling. But, uh, Carly, this is your second time on the show. Thank you for being here again. And Dean, this is your first time. So Dean, if you would just take a few minutes and, and uh, tell about yourself and what you do, and then let's get into this new ruling that's affecting the mortgages. Sounds great. Tim, I've been with uh, SWBC coming up on 14 years. Uh, a little bit about SWBC is we're a, we're a direct lender with Fannie, Freddie, uh we you know we close loans every day and those loans stay with swbc and it's it's not normal for a a lender to retain their servicing for their closed transactions but that's something that we do and it, and honestly it kind of falls into our business model which is serve first and take care of clients um because if you do that, Tim, it, it's, it's really incredible what comes back to you daily just by taking care of people and doing what you're called to do as the professionals that you and we are. Uh, overall, I've been in the in the industry 35 years. Uh, it's a great industry. It's one that I always say you know, it's a great way to, to make a difference in someone's lives. And that's where our education piece. I mean, you've been part of our continued ed 
that uh, that Carly and I do, and literally it's centered on the fact of there's there's stuff such as loan level price adjustments that you out in the out in the field you need to be aware of it too, because you're meeting with clients every day that uh, if you're not up to speed on, and I'm, I'm not saying it as an expert, but if you're not up to speed with the in industry changes. Sometimes you're not you're not putting that client in the best spot they can be in. Um, Carly and I, when we teach OCE classes, it's fascinating. Tim is that we'll say you know people don't know what they don't know, so they go online in your industry too, uh, and they think they become an expert, but they don't have the knowledge and they're relying on the data online to answer their problems and questions and. Loan level price adjustments kind of falls into this script right here is, you know, the consumer goes online, wants to put 20% down. Well, they got it. They can, but they don't know maybe the, the ins and outs of what loan level pricing adjustment may do to them. Are they better off putting less money down? So it, it's, it's a, it's a great industry. We love what we do. We appreciate this opportunity. We're here to support, you know, and answer any questions or thoughts you may have. Okay. Well, again, thanks for being here. Um, and I've known Carly for a long time. I've known Dean for a long time. And Dean mentioned uh, teaches CE realtors. If you don't know, they have to do continual education classes. And uh, Dean and Carly and the rest of Dean's team, they put on these classes. And so then, you know, I know that they know what they're talking about. And I appreciate their expertise. And again, that's one of the reasons I want to bring them on today. So can we focus now on the new ruling that started, I believe, May 1st? And can you explain what that is? Yes, it, you know, May 1, it kind of came out and part of it has been paused, which I'm hoping it gets, it gets uh, eliminated, but I'm not optimistic on that. But basically centered around, in a nutshell, layman terms, Tim, can make it more expensive cost-wise to a client who is high credit score, as defined as you know, the 760, 780s and greater, uh, based on their down payment thoughts, let's say a 20% down, they may it may be more expensive because there is a charge that the lender is going to have to to assess to that consumer who's putting a cookie cutter 20% down, 800 credit score. It may be less cost or maybe more cost effective for them to put 10% down and yes, have mortgage insurance adverse to the cost associated And the logic that's been reported is, is to facilitate, generate um, home buying opportunities for people who maybe not be as savvy credit wise income wise but mainly credit tim to to facilitate that clientele promote home ownership within that body okay and some of the things that i've heard is is basically a lot of people feel like it's unfair to the person who has done the right things they have a good credit score and are ready to put down the big down payment and they feel like they're getting punished for that and then another sector is saying well, you know, we're doing this to help everybody and have equity and home ownership. But just um, can you give me more of your thoughts about how that's yeah. going to affect? Yeah, I, and I go to, to part A of that. I mean, 
we're all about home ownership. But Tim, we, you know, you got to be honest, you as an agent, Carly and I as lenders, not everyone's ready to own a home. Uh, as we roll the clock back to 2006, seven and eight, you know, it, there was some similar logic is we want everyone to own a home, you know, and back in that time frame, someone could have a 580 credit score, 560 credit score and do 100% financing. Were we promoting home ownership? Yeah. Was it really fruitful? No, because you saw the collapse that happened basically by lending programs that one size does not fit all. There are some people that, that aren't ready to buy a home, but it does make it more you know, expensive for that client who truly has it together, credit wise, financial wise, uh, and they may be, they will have a cost passed on to them that they would not have had prior to obviously to May 1. Okay. So, you know, I don't want to get into what people really think about whether they're for it or against it, but I just want to talk about the reality of it. And so tell me this. So what should a person um, expect that's coming in? They want to buy, say like a $350,000 house. They have the good credit and they actually want to put down enough. So they're not paying the private mortgage insurance. So will this person typically going to pay this extra fee that we've, we've been talking about? Yes, sir. They will be. Okay. And so when you talk about the, the extra fee, that's addressed one of two ways. And A, uh, it's built into the rate. You can elevate the interest rate to absorb the, the costs associated. Or B, it becomes a, a cash item paid at closing. So you've got in that 80%, 20% down mindset, the customer will have an additional charge that they can handle one of two ways, which is like I said, elevating, elevating the rate or uh, paying the cash at closing for that charge. So they could pay a one-time fee. Is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. Okay. So that's, that's something I haven't heard before. I had always heard it's going to be added to your monthly mortgage. Well, it, that becomes the issue when they elevate the rate or that becomes the issue. I, I think in that perspective, when I've read that, it's become the offshoot would be, well, don't put 20% down, put 10% down. So that's where the, the added piece comes into play because that's where PMI kicks in, mortgage insurance kicks in. So you, you've got two things you're, you're trying to kind of balance out. And that's where, you know, I, I am going to, from a sales perspective, say that that's what makes us different. Uh, Carly and I, every day, every week, Tim, bring people to the office because it's not a one, it's not a one size fits all. And so some consumers, we know, you know, why they want to put down 20%. And I agree is to avoid the, the, the MI, but to avoid the additional charge, they may be better off putting 10% down. But the net effect is they're going to have mortgage insurance they're going to have to contend with. So, I mean, do you know, or is there a way to estimate how much that extra charge is going to be? For the example, I gave you buying a $350,000 home. If you just you pay know, it up front. It's, Carly, a per- go ahead. it's a percentage based on the loan amount. So it's built into what's called a discount point and discount points talk to rate. So that's where you can build that discount point into your rate by elevating the rate, or you can pay it at closing. 
it depends on the credit bracket that they're in. It depends on the down payment, but it's reflected somewhere between an eighth of a discount point to three quarters of a discount point, depending on which bucket they fall in. There's many different brackets that it affects different ways throughout that percentage. Okay, so so you use that analogy, Tim. If someone's buying at three fifty, putting twenty percent down, they're financing two eighty, and there's a they fall into the bucket with a three quarter charge. So that's a what twenty one hundred dollar number. Okay, they're going to be assessed based on the dynamics of what they're doing. Okay, and what I know a lot of real estate agents do because they're required to give an estimate. Uh, to their client about what their closing costs, what the fees will be. And that's exactly what it is, an estimate. And most realtors I know say, look, you talk to your lender to get the fine details, to get the exact amounts. I can only give you an estimate. And and to me, uh, this new ruling it goes along with that. Like we can only give you an estimate, but if you want to find out for sure and find out the details of what's best for you, you need to talk to that lender. Totally agree. The challenge is, and it happens to you and it happens to us, is Tim gets a call Saturday afternoon at two o'clock. You don't know the client. They found you online. Um, there's not that, what I call that relationship piece to it. Um, you try to swing them to us, but it becomes a, here's a homeowner who was not really actively looking for a home, found a home that online that Tim was tied to. They're, they're calling Tim. They want to write an offer by five o'clock Saturday afternoon. Well, you know, it puts the lender in a tough spot a little bit. It'll make your estimate comment a little wide open. It makes us a little wide open too, because we don't know the customer. You know, we don't know when he's calling for that rate quote, uh, what that down payment to the penny is going to be. We don't know what that credit score is either. So those two variables can make that bucket that Carly was referring to. It, it can change the math. It can change the numbers. It just, it, it's going to make us think differently a little bit, I think. Okay. And how does the, you go ahead and get in the pre-approval letter from you? How does that work into it now? Well, I mean, I think we're going to have to make some generalizations and, and say, assuming you're putting, we, we can generate the pre-approval, uh, if the math lines up and, and in that price point you're talking about, hopefully they've got some money put away where we know we got enough covered. If we have that additional $2,100 charge we were referring to, that we can still facilitate the pre-approval letter, but it may be subject to, you know, validation of uh, down payment thoughts. And, you know, is he truly going to put 20% Tim? There's a lot of times clients come in, they think they want to put 20% down or they think they want to do something different. When we go through the pluses and the minuses of, their financing, their game plan, their short-term, their long-term, you'd be surprised a lot of times those game plans change. And so that's where I think that that lender-realtor uh, relationship has got to be strong too because, you know, we're not here to play games. We're here to tell, help people just like you are, but we got to communicate. we got to communicate. And then that's one thing that I appreciate, appreciate about you and your team is that it seems that you're relationship driven. I think I read online that 70% of your business comes from referrals or, or something like that. And that's pretty impressive. Um, before we even started the interview, when we were talking, uh, Carly, you mentioned waivers. Can y'all address that? Yes. I think a lot of people are focusing on the charge that people are going to be assessed 
based on this new rule, there is actually some people that will benefit from this. So those first time home buyers, if they meet the income limits that Fannie and Freddie have put on each county, it's county driven, then they are given what's called a loan level price adjustment waiver. So they're actually going to be saving money and not assess the charge. So there are people who will be benefiting from this that um, is often left out of a lot of the things you're hearing today. Great point. So could you go uh, explain a little more about like what, what type of person, what, like for what price range? I mean, who, who, who is the person that benefits? So that will be your first time home buyer if they okay. meet certain income limits. Typically, people with lower credit scores are also going to benefit and then a little bit less of a down payment. The other people benefiting from this is if you're putting more than 30% down, those people's pricing is actually getting a little bit better as well. So really, the people taking the majority of the hit are that 20% down range somewhere around there that are taking the majority of the fee being assessed. So you said if you put in over 30%, it comes down some? Yes. If you're putting over 30%, that loan level price adjustment is actually getting a little bit better than it was before. Okay. I'm glad I got y'all on the show because I haven't heard that part either. All right. Well, thank you very much. Um, so a, a lot of this boils down to, in my opinion, is that the buyer needs to be proactive allow their realtor to find out all the information they can from the client, but also let the loan officer have time to meet with the client, talk about their goals, talk about their financial situation, their credit score, everything else like that, and uh, get all that taken ahead of time before they put in the offer as much as possible. So that that's what it sounds to me to be the best thing to do to advise a client. Wouldn't you agree with that? Amen. Yes. Okay, good. All right. Well, this is who I, one of the, Loan officers that I recommend, Carly Riddell and Dean Riddell. And if y'all would, I'm going to have the information in the show notes, but would you give your information again as far as how people can contact you and what hours that they can contact you? <laughs> Do you have hours, Tim? You know, I mean, that, that phone rings nonstop, which is a blessing. So uh, my contact number is 405 229 one five five nine that is a that's a cell number that i take phone calls weekends evenings uh pretty much non-stop and my phone number is four zero five six six four nine seven zero four which is also a cell phone so you can call or text me anytime okay i really appreciate you guys and, and just to make it clear if somebody's just got questions are they welcome to reach out to you yes absolutely of absolutely okay. Fantastic. Let me say again, I've known Dean, I've known Carly for a long time, and both of them are people I trust. So I, I have the utmost confidence that they can help you and they will put your best interests before anything else. So again, Dean and Carly, thank you for being on the show today. Thank Thanks, you very much. All right, let's talk about some things to do this weekend. The May Night Market Fest is at Sigitel Park in Oklahoma City this Friday, May 12th from 5.30 to 10 p.m. There's going to be a lot of shopping with local businesses, artisans, vendors. They're all going to be at the Sizzletail Park. You can find home decor, gifts, specialty food, and the list goes on. There's going to be food trucks. There's going to be live music. It's going to be a good time, and I have a link in the show notes. 
The OKC Flower and Garden Festival is Saturday, May 13th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Myriad Botanical Gardens. Free admission. Go out there. Have a good time. Again, my name is Tim Dumas, realtor with EXP Realty here in Oklahoma City area. If there's anything in the world I can do for you regarding helping you buy or sell a home, or if you just have questions, please reach out to me, 405-352-8186. As we end today, I want to leave you with a quote by Jim Rohn. He said, if you are not willing to risk the unusual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. Something to think about. Again, thank you for joining me today, and God bless. God bless.